0: Believe it or not, it's a town called flin Flan, exactly in the middle of Canada.
1: Flaunted, flaunted, flaunted,
0: they gave a town name. flin Flon is built on solid rock, and one of the first things we noticed were the boxed-in sewer pipes. Above ground, we'd never seen anything like it before.
1: Yes, we're back. New year. Fun stuff going on with S.B.O. Raphael Serre, your humble, handsome Hungarian heartthrob, hanging out with you here. And we have got a returning guest. It was such a great chat. We decided to bring him back for part two. John Becker is with us one more time. We'll talk all about, well, Johnny's social club and that scene. We will get into Greece and not only how he had to sing again on the community hall stage or floor, but also dance rehearsal and all the fun that came with that and what's on the horizon for Soul Man, Johnny B, everything from Mamma Mia to a very interesting music project that he has got on the horizon. So crack one open, eat what you have to eat, enjoy any green product you have to enjoy for part two of myself and Susan Gunn's chat with John Becker on the Sewer Box Office Podcast.
0: Don't know what I'm gonna do I keep
1: all in it out of love with you, Thank you. all that and when did um Sort of the, the, the new school sort of Johnny's Social Club and like Craig and Cece and, and that whole world you got ripped into.
0: So, so uh, after Band on the Run, um, that was kind of like one of the, f- I don't know, I don't want to say it's the first because I, I know that's not the truth, but uh, it was one of the early shows that took place there and that that kind of format where we came and just sang like a bunch of covered music and we all performed with one another the band didn't change you know there wasn't any swapping out that was one of the the band on the run was one of the really earliest ones and then shortly after that mark had approached me and was like hey i <laughs> i can't remember his words exactly but it was something along the lines of i like your singing i really like playing with you let's do something show wise. And then he's like, Oh yeah, maybe we can get Kevin Emery to come and open for you. And then he's like, he just kept adding on to the performers. And this, this was shortly after Les Mis, I believe. And Oh no, it was in July. Yeah. So just shortly, shortly because Les Mis was in May. Right. So just shortly after, and that was the first wooden wire. So it was me, Colette, uh, or was it the first wooden wire? I believe it was me, Colette, uh kevin debbie rowe uh who else sang i don't know there's a lot of singers there's a lot of singers and uh, of course the, the the lineup was Brent and mark and i on bass and singing and uh craig on drums did i say craig twice (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't know maybe I did. Craig will be played by Faith <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> But yeah that was kind of the original Oh and Sue of course Susan was there Susan uh, Lethbridge was there And she was singing and backup vocals I believe And that was kind of like the first real group there That That's kind of the core group That's how it was founded Was those shows
1: So how... Or I guess it's still sort of like that or how are those shows put together like set list wise? do you come with songs? Are you given songs or
0: yeah well, over the past few years it's kind of evolved but uh, originally it was just like what do you want to sing? Oh, I want to do these three songs or and then you know depending on how many people came and sang on those because sometimes there was like nine different singers, you know, just dependent on how many there were you get two songs or if there's only six or seven of you you get four and you just bring your songs to the table. But over the years, it evolved to like, oh, I think you should do this song. Hey, Craig wants to play this song. Who's going to sing it? It's like, okay, I guess I will. So, And,
1: and Mark listens to it once. And yeah, then and then, then he's got
0: Yeah, he's like, oh, yes, I've been playing this song for 30 years. It's like, <laughs> I've only heard it twice.
1: <laughs> do you read music, or are you no, right here? No, no one in this town except Mark reads music. Yeah, I know, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, it's kind Duncan of crazy. Duncan maybe. And yeah, then... uh, I don't know if maybe... <laughs> <laughs> <And laughs> they <But>, do I think, does. <laughs> But Mark has those specialized charts that he writes up. Yeah, out, right? yeah. There's, there's all you this see
1: them littered around Johnny's oh, yeah. after
0: shows. You see them everywhere. And it's funny because like, he has his own little hieroglyphics that are his symbols, right? And they're different from everyone else's because that's just his writing language. And yeah, you're like, when I first started reading them, I'm like, what's this Christmas tree? Like, what is this thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not uh, not classically trained, no. if you will. I't don't, I, I don't know.
1: but I, no one like Brent doesn't read music. No and... uh,
0: I don't know. It was just one of those things where I just picked it up by ear and it, it really helps now because like I can just pick things up because I mean it's of course it's strengthened through the years of playing at Johnny's Social Club. so:
1: So and then I guess, what are some of your favorite shows there that you oh I guess the Beatles boy. stuff would be yeah? Me?
0: Yeah, Beatles is a big one. I mean, I grew up with with the Beatles. My dad was constantly listening to them. So, I mean, that that was one of my favorites for sure. Uh, Another favorite of mine, of course, is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. I love playing Eddie. I mean, Eddie is just like the epitome of cool, right? Like, he's a zombie and he's a rock and roll star and he drives a motorcycle. I don't get to drive a motorcycle in Johnny's Social Club. But, uh, I mean, that one is so much fun and, oh, gosh – you know that really that first show with that that first group that I had mentioned. I always think of that one really fondly too because it was just such a good combination of people, and the show was fun. We did a lot of great tunes. Oh man! But there's been so many over the years that it's, like we were doing one a month. Oh we yeah, did, we did I mean. one a month for like three years in a row, and we were rehearsing every week, if not two, three times a week. It was just not it was nonstop.
1: yeah Yeah, that's what Mark was telling me that Tim Spencer calls the this whole it's the vortex you just you you just kind of run in and you're just like yeah
0: even if you touch it with just your finger yeah it just sucks you right in like
1: Stargate
0: yeah yeah exactly so
1: in the midst of all this is this when Big Shaker got shaken no yeah
0: well uh, I don't know how Big Shaker came to be with me being in the band let's put it that way um I played with Brent, and he invited me to come play with Corey Krasnowski, who's Big Shaker's drummer, and he was drumming for. Well, I don't think he plays any other instruments. He <laughs> yeah. drums. Or, game, yeah, rock he houses, Corey's everyone drum, knows yeah. Corey as the the drummer. He's the mad drummer, right? He's the uh, animal. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, he yeah we played together. It was just a three piece, and he was trying. Uh, Brent was trying to get Eric on board with that too and we had a a list of i don't know 10 15 songs don't know what we were working towards but we were working towards something and we were just playing together and then that disbanded and i don't know whether cory and eric were like hey we should ask him to come play with us uh but i think it was eric who approached me and said hey would you be interested in playing in a group with me and Corey again? I said, yeah, sure. Of course. And then they brought in Shane. And I mean, like these guys are like the rock and roll legends of flin flon, right? They're like, you know, fairly in my, they're in my age group, I guess. I mean, Corey is 20 years older than me, but (laughs) they're in my age group, I guess. Uh, And uh, you know, I've been watching them for years. Like I, I, think eric is just a year older than i am so of course i saw him perform in high school and stuff like that and he's always been amazing it's just why are you so good but uh they yeah they asked me to come play and it was just like a dream come true it was just like holy moly i get to play with these guys that i've been watching for years and years it was just yeah it's such an honor to be able to play with them too there's yeah such cool guys
1: because we, we've seen you, and we like uh, our favorite Big Shaker move, and we oh, we've know it is.
0: We don't know what to call it. Yeah, yeah we, but,
1: co- we just call it because other bands have tried it and yeah. don't do it as good. It's yeah. where you do one song, and then you flow it into the other song. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Sneak it back. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and then you see it. Yeah, oh, they're right. doing the Big Shaker. They're it. they They're doing the Big Shaker. They're doing the Big Shaker.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Big Shaker was one of those bands that like we developed a lot of the song like We took those songs and worked on them like tired tirelessly for three years i think before we even hit a stage anywhere so that's like and i mean some of those songs were still playing but some of them got completely scrapped like okay we've done that a million times but yeah we we worked really hard on those songs for that that cluster of i don't know what is it 40 some songs for three years and that that's you know that's why one of the things with that band that works so well is that that it's really focused on like let's get them down and get them down really well before we can present them to anybody. It's not like you just want to like hear it and be like okay I got it and just go play. Yeah. That's I mean that's what Moonbath was like. We would hear a song once, play it play it once and be like hey we're we're gig ready. Heavenly Hills and Jeep. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly. So uh, and you know that's kind of like the professionalism of it right as Big Shaker was just like we got to get these down. We can't present it. Uh, Eric had said no bad gigs (laughs) it's like you know what that's a a really good thing to have too is you know having that mentality like you can't have a flub is it
1: how do you guys pick because I enjoy Big Shaker's very deep cuts yeah I'm like is that glass tight (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) is that does that hold on the line yeah Yeah.
0: and you know what it's funny is just that We just present the songs, and we give them a go. We learn them and give them a go. If they don't work, they don't work. We scrap them. But there was just a little era there in the band where I just started throwing out, like, let's learn Asia, heat of the moment. (laughs) (laughs) And the guys were like, "Uh, I don't know. We played it a few times. It didn't work. But then I was like, you know what? Let's try Glass Diver. Don't forget me when I'm gone. And yeah, yeah, okay, that one works. Let's do that one. Uh, Yeah, it's... it's (laughs) You know, Corey is really ingrained in the '80s and Kiss and you know oh, yeah. things like that. Like he loves Motley Crue. Like, and Eric is you know he's got deep cuts from the '70s and '80s and things like that. He loves Canadian classic rock. You know, and they you grow up on that stuff here in Flint, because that's what the radio station plays. Well, you, yeah. of course it still you know, yeah, you know because <laughs> I mean you experience yeah. it right. But I I mean I grew up on that too because you hear it lots and and yeah and Shane uh, he presents a lot of rock and roll tunes as well. It's just like. I don't know. A lot of the deep cuts that I did learn were from Moonbath because we played nothing that was like past Woodstock. <laughs> yeah.
1: Slightly ironic, but actually kind of serious. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's learn like Toto for a gag, but let's yeah. be really serious Yeah. About let's, it. Yeah,
0: let's just do this really well. Yeah. So, in the midst
1: of all this, mm-hmm. Greece has decided to be catapulted oh back
0: goodness, into yeah. the world,
1: and this time, not opera songs, but now.
0: 15 elaborate Broadway quality oh. dance numbers. And you know what? You're singing the whole time you're doing those yes. dance numbers too. it's <laughs> is ridiculous. That was probably like I, I hadn't lost any weight. I looked the exact same. That so was probably the best shape <laughs> that I've ever been in in my entire life. Like being able to run. Like we just did laps around that that floor for, God, how long is that show? Two hours? I don't know. Something like that. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we're just running <laughs> the whole time. It was crazy. Yeah, and you know what? i don't know what it is about auditioning but i always show up and i'm kind of like not feeling well or just you know for greece my throat was on fire and i was like i could barely sing or barely talk i just went in there and did it and they're like that was great you you get this part i'm like okay all More right high notes and dancing yeah exactly yeah yeah, I don't know. That was such a crazy, wild ride. That one. Because I'm
1: guessing no dance experience either. None. <laughs>
0: Absolutely none. Well, I mean, like when I was young, young, I took dance class, but maybe only like three or four <laughs> times or something <laughs> Did, like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, long dance yeah. yeah, I mean, I like dancing. I'm not good at it, but I like it. But uh, yeah, that was just like full, you know, pedal to the metal, just <laughs> dancing and singing, and yeah, that one was wild. It was so, so much fun, though. What
1: was more sort of taxing on the body? Was it all the dance of Greece or was it the music of Les Mis?
0: Oh, gosh. You know what? I That's guess a kind really of a good different question. thing. Yeah, it? I mean, they're polar opposites, right? Les Mis is like slow operatic singing. There's a lot of standing. Like, there, oh, there's a lot of standing mm-hmm. around. You Looking know that.
1: Wistfully. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know that from experience. There's a lot of standing in Les Mis. And there's not a lot of uh, running while you're singing or moving while you're singing. It was all very stationary. Just because that's what the show is about, right? It's those big operatic moments and the spotlight's on you. And, and Grease is just like everyone's there and everyone is running <laughs> and singing and dancing and. It yeah they're almost complete polar opposites but I'd say Greece was more difficult fun, I would say it's more fun but it was it was just more difficult because of the the just the energy of the show it was just chaotic right and <laughs> very high energy lots of of, of people on stage at, and I don't know whether you like. Oh, <laughs> the cat! The cat's
1: yeah. just scratching at the door. Waiting, <laughs> it's an indoor cat, so <laughs> it haven't <doesn't> realized that.
0: <laughs> That's okay, <laughs> but yeah, it was just the you know the the high er- high energy of Greece that that just made it in, at a very intense show. But I mean, like when that one was done, it was like I miss it, but I don't miss it as much as Les Mis. <laughs> yeah, because it was just. And I mean, you were there too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't I, have to they, do they any that. They made me
1: dance one number, yeah. and I was just like, "Why would yeah, you do that yeah. to me and to the audience?" And it just <laughs> doesn't seem fair.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just like you know, you get off stage and you're just sweating buckets. You're like I hope my makeup isn't running because I got to go dance again. Because
1: <laughs> Lane would come off and he was like, "How's it going?" He goes, "Fucking name, man." <laughs> <laughs> and then he said. He was saying, like, I started jogging as he's like the cigarette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chugging, like, a monster salted yeah, caramel yeah, thing. Yeah, his hands were just shaking. Yeah, shaking. <laughs> Craig, uh, Craig uh-huh. was, I came in at the end, and you guys were, like, in some sort of boot camp <laughs> type situation. Oh, my God, were, really? We're going all day. And mm. um, Craig was just like, how are you doing? How are your knees? <laughs> and Craig was just, like, as he is, always smiling. like, Yeah. I took anti-inflammatories
0: and I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm doing just fine. Yeah, so
1: it's like they're giving me these pills and I feel yeah. great.
0: <laughs> there was one day during the rehearsals of Grease that it was 12 hours long and it was all dance rehearsal. Oh, wow. It was from 8 in the morning till 8 at night. And it was just like... And I mean, Janelle was like... She was totally amazing and she choreographed all that stuff. And like, holy moly, was that just a crazy day. She's like, we must get through all these numbers. We have so little time. Because, right, Cause, right they, they're flying in and out of... where she? Uh, Montreal? Montreal, Winnipeg, here. Yeah, yeah and then uh, Jackie was doing this. She was coming from Winnipeg and it just... they You know, they only had so much time because they're, they're not residents here and I can't imagine that it's very cheap to come from all the way from <laughs> Montreal He didn't want to take the Greyhound <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for yeah, two days <laughs> yeah so uh, it was just like so little time and so much to do but
1: I yeah. love there was a night where you're doing a big shaker gig at the Hooter and then <laughs> yes. like 10am call for rehearsal the next
0: day yes yeah uh,
1: I think Kras came with an envelope halfway <laughs> <Yeah>. through to <laughs> yeah. give you the payment I think
0: he might have yeah
1: and uh, so we did the scene twice and then she was like you guys want to do it again? And you just go, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, thank you. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. It's as
1: good as it's going to get. You
0: know what? For some reason, I'm, I just must be a glutton for punishment. Because during Les Mis, we had Moonbath's farewell show. And it was, like, I don't know, maybe two or three weeks before Les Mis opened. And it was just, <laughs> I remember, like, hey, you guys should come to the gig. And Catwin Jack was like, are you insane? <laughs> like, are you okay? Like, how can you do this? How can you go perform all night and then come to this? Like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not Mark level. No. Mark Colt well, levels.
1: that see that that's, he sets the standard oh. so high.
0: He, yeah, there was one night, I think he did Johnny Social Club, and then, like, immediately after... Did the the weekend at, or he, he was well, doing Johnny's? For, he did, did Jennifer Hansen at Johnny's. Yeah.
1: Then the mix at the Hooter, right. And then uh, ten a.m. organ service at church. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. So, so.
0: He, I know there was sometimes like during Culture Days, like he doesn't. Oh, score yeah. I don't know how they have that many keyboards set up yeah. for him. <laughs> like, they just must be swapping them just out <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh, he's everywhere, sports. and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he just needs a keytar, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah and then he can just strap up it on. Perfect.
1: Just carry it along. And like yeah. Blueberry Jam, he was just running. It was like, it's the Blueberry Jam fitness plan, running from the rotary wheel to the main stage with a Back thing. and
0: forth, yeah. Crazy business.
1: So, uh, what is. I guess uh, you're doing Mamma Mia. Yes. To me soon? Yes, I got the part. Are you, of- are you Pierce Brosnan or are you Love Actually Guy? Do we know who?
0: Uh, okay, no, it's not Pierce <laughs> and it's not. The other guy, uh, Colin
1: Firth. Are you Colin? Yeah, Firth? Yes, I think so. The guy with the suit. The
0: guy with the suit, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Colin play. Firth. Yes, Harry is his name. I'm playing Harry. <laughs> I'm playing Colin. Firth. Yeah, and that was another one. I'm I've been doing shift work lately at, at Hud Bay, and it's four four straight days. Well, sorry, Crafting two days designing
1: underground now. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. so it's two twelve-hour shifts during the day, and then two twelve-hour. Sh- 12-hour shifts during the night. And during that time, we were working on the Beatles gig, and then Anne was in town doing auditions for uh, Mamma Mia. So I didn't really have a whole lot of time to prepare anything. So I just showed up, and they're like, Hey, read some lines, a cold read. Read some <laughs> lines, and then we'll see maybe if you want to sing. I'm like, I don't really feel like singing today. <laughs>
1: I, don't, I can't walk right now. Yeah, I can barely move.
0: So, yeah, I did some cold, cold reads, and... She just went through all the male characters and was like, okay. And then they send me an email. And they're like, oh, it looks like well, I guess I'm in. I guess. So yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that one. It's-
1: Do you have an, an affinity for Abba, or are you starting to get to know more
0: of the <laughs> canon? <laughs> <laughs> You know, my mom is an ABBA fan, ah. so, I mean, I I didn't grow up listening to it, but I did know ABBA, and she would, you know, put on the best of or something like that. The Essentials. The Essentials, yeah. I don't know how many of those songs are actually in the performance or in, in Mamma Mia, but, yeah, uh, I, I do know ABBA. Not super well, but I know it enough. I mean, I, I can't see people who are into music not knowing who ABBA is. <laughs> There's probably any pop artist out there who's like, I've been influenced or not, you know, indirectly influenced by <laughs> by ABBA. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. You're in that as well? Oh, uh,
1: yes. I'll be uh, running around. I am not Pierce Brosnan or Colin Firth. <laughs> I, am, I am the other guy. The other guy, who's, yeah. Uh, who's... They, they they make fun of him because he talks about all of his. I'm I'm an international world traveler. <laughs> <laughs> like, quiet Indiana, yeah, put your hat back on.
0: <laughs> so, are, yeah. is, do,
1: is there anything? Is this big shaker just kind of mosing along? Do you have any other sort of musical plans, or is there time for any of that now? <laughs> I guess.
0: Well, I mean, uh, having two kids, and, oh, yes. and you know, that's that's not they got to eat every day. Be, you have to they take care the of yeah. them. Yeah, you got to water them and feed them. <laughs> but, I, I mean, there, there's there's time somewhere to, to escape and do things like that. Uh, Big Shaker doesn't really have anything lined up at the moment, and as far as I know, Johnny Social Club doesn't really have anything for me with the Johnny's anti-social band. But I am going to do a little plug. A uh, couple friends and I are working on a gig in March... And it's going to be a Tom Petty slash oh, Tragically Hip hey. night. So uh, we're, we're working on the details right now. But as far as we know, we're working on uh, Tragically Hip, Tom Petty did things. Can you, you divulge the friends? Yeah, yeah, sure. Of course. Okay. Uh, so the people who are interested at the moment who said, like, if, if we got the time, let's do it. Uh, we've got Shane Bentley on guitar, Eric Bergman on guitar, uh, Cody Mason on the bass. Uh, Jeff Todaschuk on the drums, uh, Michael Bell and I will both be singing and Angela Shaka will be joining us for keys Yeah, so that's that's kind of our little team that we've uh, Assembled who are interested in playing the gig and like I said, it's going to be probably mid to late March And that's kind of what I have ahead of me once again. I'm booking a gig like
1: Yeah, well
0: Mike Gobel and I were talking, like, oh, we should, he wants to do a gig, kind of Bust the Winter Blues era, you know, because oh, okay. like, I think there's a gig in January and February. There's something happening at Johnny's, and it's usually just once a month. There's a performance there. So he he's like, yeah, let's do March. I was like, okay, that sounds fine. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, but for some reason, I always book gigs really close <laughs> to, to big shows. Thankfully, I think everything's kind of taking place in April anyway, so we hope that's what we know that's what we're like you
1: just got middle finger. we're doing an ace of base night yeah just to screw out <laughs>
0: yeah no uh, i'm hopeful that everything's gonna take place in april <laughs> but <laughs> right. yeah
1: confirmed it's on podcast yes yes it's under oath
0: well i thought i saw a schedule maybe it wasn't a set schedule
1: <laughs> TVA. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah i think a lot of them were TBA at the moment, but
1: so I've got we're uh, just wrapping up here because we've got mm. holy jeez, like an hour and a half. Holy um, moly! Ooh, uh, totally. Yes, children from guides. <laughs> Ooh. So is I mean you probably mentioned it, but the, I like to ask: Is there one show or a few shows where it was wow, that was amazing? Sort of the outer body experiences, and you don't know how you did it after,
0: uh, like as in Johnny's social club, or big shaker in the local
1: arts community.
0: Uh, you know what? Uh, I- i've been really lucky to be able to perform with the people that i've performed with like these are these literally are world-class musicians and then there's me yeah. <laughs> you know but uh, uh I'm really i'm really so self- <laughs> yeah yeah i'm really self-deprecating you can't tell but uh uh i mean i i got the opportunity to play with you know jennifer hansen who is literally a world-class I mean, musician a deal. Like, <laughs> she is a big deal and i mean like in my little world of music it's like holy crap like i get to play with some you know who's who's traveled north america or you know she did the world she yeah, did she the really, world
1: she in europe yeah
0: there you go i, I get a, the opportunity to play with someone like that it's like holy moly and i mean uh, brent and susan taking me on like and and mentoring me they're literally my musical parents because like my family wasn't really musical family and they just like took me under their wing and just they you know took me to the stars and back already like it's crazy and be able to do homecoming with like 2,500 people and you know doing the fish fries and things like that like those are probably the big like the biggest ones yeah really were doing the It wasn't all of the Hanson sisters but it was (laughs) most of them we did uh, the homecoming gig, and that like the songs were great, and it was a, an amazing performance. Craig was in the band yeah, as that's well. Right. He, he, yeah, right.
1: Broke his <laughs> hand, screw up his hand. Yeah, yeah.
0: I remember him mentioning that on the, the the show. He, yeah, I remember looking back at him because we were just rocking out, yeah. having a good time, and looking back at him, and his one his snare drum was just covered <laughs> in blood. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. And then after the show, he's like, "Look at my hands! <laughs> like they're just falling apart." But yeah, like that course, that yeah. show is is one that I'll remember forever, uh, and. Actually, last year's Fish Fry, Big Shaker, closed the night out. And that was probably another one that is just like, I'm never going to forget that show. It was just a great show. Uh, other than that, there's been so many over the years that sometimes they blend together that I'm just like, I have no idea what show that was from. But it was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, I can't. I think I was in every Johnny Social Club gig for quite some time. And I kind of slowed down, you know, two kids, all that, life, two kids and life, and <laughs> and work, and all that business. But yeah, those are really the big monumental gigs in my life. And of course, the the arts culture, uh, the arts council, sorry, the arts council productions are like just massive, right? Just in scope, and it's crazy to think that we can have a small community of 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 people, and we just have gigantic, like epic. Musical Broadway quality. Broadway quality. yeah, i don't I don't understand it. It doesn't really make any sense to me. And I mean, like when we went to New York, like Flinlungnk Community choir, hey, let's sure, just
1: go Carnegie Hall. Of course, yeah, yeah, let's go <laughs> sing yeah. like uh,
0: how can sorry how can i how can I have forgotten that? Like being able to stand on the stage at Carnegie Hall is just like that is an out of body experience. Like you snap your fingers and you can hear just hear it go shh, 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 like way back into the seats, you know, like, it's crazy. But, I mean, just our little community choir. Hey, let's go to New York and sing with, you know, three other choirs and just sing this giant epic piece at Carnegie Hall. Okay, sure, let's go. Pack your bags. We're going next week, you know? Like, it's it's insane. We'll have a big sale? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, there's so much talent crammed in this little spot. But, I mean, when you have winter for eight months of the year, you need to do something. And I think a lot of people are like, well, I'll just pick up this thing and hack away at it until I got something. And I think that's you know kind of where a lot of the talent stems from, but I don't know. It, I think it just this town just breeds talent. I don't know what it is.
1: And our far, well, it's probably the since the smelter closed, it just seeps into the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> it is. <was>. There's <laughs> birth <laughs> effects and amazing musical <laughs> <Yeah>. talents <laughs> <and> all <laughs> yeah. so together. Yeah.
0: No fluoride uh, in the water. This no, is what you yeah, get. Yeah, exactly. You get talent.
1: <laughs> so the my last question, the one people hate, the one I like to ask. Yeah. Uh, name three people, living or dead. Who you haven't collaborated with? Who you would like to collaborate with?
0: Oh my God! Um, one of them would definitely be Core Blund. I love Core Blund. I love his. I've. I've. Yeah. I've loved his music. He was in a band before he was Core Blund, the solo artist. He was in a band called The Smalls, who I I, I had a chance to see in 2014, I believe. And yeah, the, they're my favorite band of all time. They're a little band from Edmonton, and they play like this country rock and roll punk metal jazz yeah it's they're like it's, john
1: it's, becker dream yeah, yeah exactly
0: <laughs> well they all went to grant McEwen and Ooh. like they all that's where they all met and they're all studying jazz and they but they had influences in country and metal and things like that so they just combined them all together uh the the other person who was in the Smalls with Corb was um, Mike Caldwell. He's in, he's like one of my biggest influences in singing, and he's just an amazing tenor vocalist. Like he would sing very operatically in this really heavy music, and it's kind of wow. like, oh yeah, it's really neat. Uh, he's definitely one. And I don't know it, the third person to work with. Oh boy, um, oh can I say more than one? <laughs> I mean. To be able to just, to like even just take a vocal lesson from Freddie Mercury, oh, like oh are. my uh, god, like that word, would yeah. be amazing. Uh, but I mean, uh, the other my other choice, he's living is Glenn Danzig of the Misfits. Oh okay. Yeah, do you know Glenn Danzig? I, I know no? Jerry only. Yeah, of yeah there Misfits. you go. Yeah, he's uh, Glenn. Glenn is the lead singer. Uh, apparently, he's not a very nice person, but I would uh, <laughs> may, maybe just to stand guy. on stage with him and be like, hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I don't know. I think Freddie Mercury would have to beat out because, he's you know absolutely spectacular and yeah
1: alright we're going correct we're going correct well <laughs> that's a good all answer right. yeah. so <laughs> not like I think what Noelle's was like Annie Lennox and Chopin <laughs> it's
0: not fair it's not fair enough mine, mine were all of course rock and roll <laughs> yeah. choices right really, like yeah all right. But, well. You know, I didn't even think about bassists that yeah, I would love to like, work with. But but you know, it's funny because bass is really like it's it's. I I do play bass and I enjoy playing it. I would much rather be playing a bass than a guitar or drums. But it's kind of kind of like in the back seat because I just love singing so much that it's just kind of like, I get to you know, be a bassist and I like bass, but it's never my main focus because singing is just. It's, it's my being, yeah. right? It's right. a part of me. Yeah. Right? Fuck you, bass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I need a T-shirt yeah, now that says "Fuck uh, you, yeah, bass."
1: Basil from Blue Rodeo, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> we are Keeler and Bad here. But
0: I'll, I'll shoot. Uh, I'll do. I'll do a bassist if I could. Play with one person, or or just take a lesson from them is Jaco Pistorius. He's an amazing, yeah, he, yeah. Holy moly, he's a, he was doing you know like the crazy fusions like way before. Like he's he was the greatest bassist in the world, and then he had serious mental illness, and he he was uh, not murdered, but he was almost beaten to death, and then died in hospital. But yeah, he's just like absolutely insane bassist. So that would be. Let's just do that one. For All base. right. Let's well, say, on yeah. that note, on, on the murder, on the beating of the world's most famous
1: bases, that'd be any time. Yeah. To pack uh, uh, up the hobo of the John Betker experience.
0: Oh boy. From yes.
1: tinfoil to lemis to brutal base beatings and everything in between. So, uh, we'll see so- if we can. Try and beat Daisy Ray for downloads on this yeah, one. Yeah. Maybe a tough ass.
0: Oh man, wild ride. Yes. I think I referred to myself as the mad bus driver <laughs> during Lay Miz, so I'm gonna stick with that as no, a wild right, ride. I <laughs> say that. Mad, mad bus, bus driver, driver
1: himself. Right. <laughs> for the lovely if not talented Susan Gunn. Yes. For the he says he's not, but the very talented John Betker. Mm. I'm Rafael Serret saying good night
0: and good podcasting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>